No, it's. I mean, of what the Apple thing? Absolutely, the Apple thing. No, it's Apple Max. Max Apple Maps is terrible. No, it's not. Yes, it is horrible. No, because I can literally type in what I want. And it'll show me all the locations of everything. Google Maps does the same thing. It doesn't drive you into the freaking river. It doesn't drive me into the river either. It drove me into the creek, and I got out. No, you didn't. Not, you're not Jeep in the PJ. shop. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> It's not so great whenever the shoe's on the other foot, is it? Did you see his picture? Oh, you didn't see his picture the other day. No, I'm not on fuck off book. So, wow, early with the F bomb today. Holy cow. Yeah. But, like you said, I'm salty today. He's, he took a picture. He's, he's salty because <laughs> I'm going to make more money than him. So, the picture, picture was, it was a good picture. I won't, I won't deny that. Mm-hmm. But when you look down at his speedometer, he's doing 50 on his motorcycle. In a 45. I was doing 50 and a 45. So, I, I wouldn't even bring out the speed. I don't even know what the speed limit was. I don't care. Exactly. So what's the matter? Why it's the you taking the picture, riding your motorcycle. It was a nice sunset. So There's, pull over. It was on Shoto. I'll bet you one of these guys. Tasty, 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 tasty. No. It was a lot of stupid in that boy. It was on Shoto. I couldn't pull over. And I only could get it in like this certain little window because all the stupid trees and power lines. That's how people wreck their bikes. You know, I know that. And that's how people die. And you'd be fine with that, wouldn't you? Yeah. I might might cry a little. A a little. I'd go to your funeral. I mean, I'd feel sad for the bike. Only because I'm having a kegger for a funeral. It's my will. Kegger and fireworks. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dude, dude, here's the fourth because I love fireworks. (laughs) I want two days of them. Here's the thing. You think about like, hey, you remember so-and-so's graduation party? Remember so-and-so's wedding? Remember how smashed we were? How cool is it? Dude, you remember Moran's funeral? We were fucking trashed. So, so what happens if I throw an M80 into the casket? Great. Great. Remember the time we threw an M80 in Moran's casket at his funeral? <laughs> and we all giggled. Yeah, that's a story. That's how you live on. That. Yeah. Uh, so I have I'll, no words. I wonder if it'd be an open casket. Tell me I'm closed. wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. No, it's going to be closed. So I have to open it to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you get to watch the lid go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I might go half stick. Right? right? Just to see what happens. Dude, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> tell me a rager for a funeral is not the best way to go out. Why don't you just Joe Diffie it? Dude, fine by me. Prop me up to the jukebox during the rager. I don't care. I figure we can sit him in a truck. We'll put him in his truck. Great. Cool. You put me in the Jeep, but it'd be a shock. man. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's a little weird, man. I, I, it's my a little f- morbid conversation. We're no, it's here. not. We're You're talking about having a rager. Nobody says rager anymore. Oh, what do you call it, Grandpa? Shindig? A hoot nanny? Definitely a hoot nanny. And with that, welcome to the Washdown well, Podcast. Welcome to Louisiana, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, Louisiana. We're back on site in Jeremy's hometown filming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your host, Jeremy Green, with me, co-host Chris Nelson, and our producer, Mr. James Moran. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Rager. Is it going to be at the Piggly, Piggly Wiggly? Do we even still have those? No, it's a Winn Dixie. There, there is. I think there's one still. Do you have Kroger's? Or is that like a West Coast thing? Yeah, that's No, there's, there's some in Illinois. Y'all got Sun Freshers? No. We had, so the grocery stores close where I grew up were... We had IGA. A, IGA. Please be IGA. No, we had a Winn-Dixie and a Stanley's. <laughs> Clint's Thrift Shop. 
just got an air conditioning a couple of years ago. And, and the Walmart. <laughs> and then whenever I was about 11 or 12, it became a super Walmart. No. See, I kind of see you as a venture guy. I have no idea what that is. It was the original Walmart, Kmart yeah. venture. It was black and it looked like the referee was black and white was the stripes. We didn't have that in the South. You didn't have ventures? Mm-mm. Those were awesome. Oh, we had one in Harrisonville. I remember that. Again, didn't have one in the South. Y'all missed out. It was like a Kmart on steroids. Awesome. Yeah. We so didn't have Kmart either. You didn't have Blue Light Specials? Uh-uh. Good Lord. You guys were deprived down there. Hey, we had to Walmart. It's got everything you need. It's kind of like... God, no wonder it's hot as hell, because it is hell. That <laughs> <laughs> makes more sense. <laughs> I, don't, I never hey, said why it was so hot. You're talking about the- post-traumatic stress. <laughs> hell, I have post-traumatic stress moving from Louisiana. God. It's, it's, it's nice. just a different way of life, and it's not so focused on stuff. Uh, who said the Midwest is focused on stuff? You guys just named like 50 different stores that you had. And, oh, you didn't have that? You were deprived. We just had more options. Yeah, and not and we didn't have dirt floors. Um, Argument. We, Argue. Come on. Come we on. didn't have dirt floors either. There's no way we could have dirt floors in Louisiana no, because we'd be floors. standing in water. Oh. It's below sea level. Okay. I didn't have to worry about gators eating my dog. I didn't have to worry about that just either. Just mountain lions and bobcats now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you just had to worry about snakes. Yep, I'm out. Yeah. Did you ever smoke a gator? No. Did you see the station that smoked a gator there? I saw that. I, I wanted to go mm. down there and try it. Yeah. I, I, I like gator. It, I heard it, it was really good. It's good. They won Firehouse yeah. Meal of the Week. It wasn't? No, they won it. Oh, did they? Yeah. I mean, it would look, mm. They I'll like say, overnighted it. They said pay like 200 bucks and basically like overnighted you a gator. And I'm like, oh, Let's see nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> oh, it was still. I just want the postman to bring me a gator. <laughs> I, I like gator. Now, was it alive and you had to butcher it yourself? I don't know. Or? I don't know. How do you, like, cause, well, like with lobster, it that comes. Was, that was the before picture. Oh, so it was dead and skinned already. Yeah. <laughs> There's no gators around here. You had to go to the zoo. Well. And that's highly illegal. Yeah. I'm surprised they shipped it like that and just didn't ship the meat. But, yeah, so you had they had to butcher it themselves and stuff. I, or did I, they just smoke the whole gator? Smoke the whole gator. Yeah, here's mm-hmm. here's the gator on the smoker. Yeah, dude, there's just something messed up about that. It's I'm a gator sorry. on a smoker. I know, but it's still, it's just weird. Just because it's your national treasured animal down there doesn't mean it can't be eaten. I didn't say you couldn't eat it. I just said it looks weird. It's a gator. It still had the head on, a on smoker. it. Smoker. Still had the head on it. I'd say. How else do you know it's a gator if it doesn't have the head on it? Oh, you're right. It could have just been a could have been a crocodile. Could have been a crocodile. Well, right. Large iguana. I'm sure they or they, a large iguana. Yeah, I'm sure they t- all taste totally different. What uh? You ever had smoked iguana? No, exactly. Do you remember who posted the picture of the meal without saying names? JP. So anyway, since we're short on the conference with him, time. Um. Yeah, you're gonna have to look that one up. Yeah. To show Jeremy the meal. So, so what did you, you want to talk about something important today. Yeah. And, and I, I want you to speak right into the microphone. And you do that thing again that we told you not to do. Oh, yeah. I want you to speak right in the microphone. Yeah. Sorry. Trying. No, you're not. You're really also, not. Also, you're on your phone. Also, before we get started, please, in the, the please in the comment section, leave, 
leave us a, like whether you use Apple Maps or Google Maps. I need to hurry up and win this argument. You know what? If we had more than two comments over the last 23 shows, then I might be scared. You know, if we but put we your face behind the two. camera, we might have more than two comments. Ooh. Hey, the one that's airing next week, I'm off the camera. I, I know. Finally, I'm, finally. I'm more than happy to sit behind the desk and, I and bet let you, you sit over here. I bet you <laughs> that that video... Uh-huh. Has more comments than any of the other videos we've had. How many fake accounts do you have, James? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ruined his plan already. <laughs> so everybody sitting at this table has had something happen at some point in their life. Yes. And they've talked to somebody or been in a treatment facility and gotten help. Yes. Yep. And after that, changes have been made to what they've done, how they are how they act, how they think, how they interact with people, which is something that you brought up the other day. Yeah. Well, PTG or post-traumatic growth. growth. Yeah. So I'm going to let you take that ball now. All right. Because I'm tired of you guys arguing. (laughs) Well, so here's the thing. argument if you're right. (laughs) And so I watch a lot of different podcasts and, you know, through my wife, I get to, I'm exposed to a lot of that stuff. By and large, and it seems even in social media, in the news, are everywhere, everybody wants to focus on the post-traumatic stress or post-traumatic stress disorder. Nobody wants to talk about the growth. It's like they just completely forget about it. Like, and it's, you a, do, it's a very important stage with well, it, too. It, as far as I'm concerned, it's the most important stage because... You don't want to revert. Well... It shows that you get through it. You recover. It's no different if you think about it as an injury, right? So you think about it like a knee injury, mm-hmm. okay? You heal from a knee injury. You, you're going to heal. Yes. Now, sometimes you may not, you're not going to be exactly how you were before, and especially with in mental health issues, that's something that, probably people need to accept and understand is that you are not going to be the person you were before. You can't be, you have to grow and evolve and you should be doing that anyway, just throughout the course of your life. But whenever you go through these traumatic things or you see this stuff and then you go through treatment or even not treatment, just the natural progression, right? Yeah. You have to grow and evolve. So you're going to be different. You're going to have those experiences, and that's what builds resiliency. But, yeah, it's nobody talks about so, I, being I, healed. Basically. I'm, I'm interesting. We, we, we can make the jokes about, you know, you're Southern or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But something I've always noticed, especially having, like, an ex-wife from the Southern culture, so many things aren't talked about. It mm-hmm. is very much like a behind a lot of subjects are behind closed doors, whether it be marital problems money issues, mental health. See, I, th- and, I and think it, that's in the Midwest as well. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 we're it's yeah, kinda, that, we're that very tracks. comparable to the South. I mean, yeah, we're we're in the Midwest, but we're more Southern-leaning. Yeah, and it's... A lot of things. It's, it's interesting how it's almost a... It's very similar to an injury, like you said, right? So, remember Alex Smith, the quarterback for... Used to be the Kansas City Chiefs and then the Redskins. Washington Redskins, yes. Um, had Let's a terrible... Watch fo- Washington football team now. 
Yeah, yeah. Washington football team. Just the Washington Redskins. Terrible injury, right? Yeah. Damn near lost his leg over it. Almost yeah. lost his life over it. Yeah. Now, over the last two years, or a year and a half, two years, I guess two years now. About two years, yeah. What did, what did we focus on? What was the story of Alex Smith? The recovery. The recovery. Yeah. But all of a sudden, if it's mental health, it's flip-flopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's fascinating to me, truly. Like, it... <laughs> Well, so. and I think that's got to be something like because it's not seen, you know, like it's an injury that you can't see. I mean, you can see like the manifestations of it. You can see the the drinking, the that type of stuff, the symptoms, basically. Mm-hmm. But like whenever you're recovered, there's no like obvious, there's not an obvious scar. There's not... Well, there's even no those obvious impro- there's no visible improvement. With, well, you know, and I won't say s- that. But but you know, like r- sports injuries. Look at me jump up on this box that I couldn't jump up on two weeks ago. Look at right. me, like it, because it's not physical. Yeah, yeah. No, I get where you're going. And with in a that. society that's very so much immediate information and yeah, you want immediate results, immediate feedback. Yeah, and that's it's, not the way it works. You're not going to see that with mental health. Yeah. So here's the the study I found, and I went through a lot of. Scholarly, scholarly, scholarly. Thank you. Let's just say one vocabulary. I don't know why. I don't know why I struggle with it all of a sudden. And he's going to have a degree. I do have a degree. <laughs> it's awesome. It hasn't changed. Uh, but I, I went through a, a lot. I mean, I didn't just do the first page of Google. I went through right multiple pages <laughs> deep. So this was a study that was done with seventy-seven participants. Sixty-four of them, or eighty-three percent. Um, actually had post-traumatic growth. And then it even breaks it down. I don't know where did it go. Of who the participants were. And it was a fairly good study because so you had one person living, everyone was over age 18. Talking to the mic. One was living with uh, psychosis and not using mental health services. Two were using mental health services and from the, the black minority ethnic communities. Uh, under Well, that's not numbers, but these are the where they were put in there. Three uh, were identified as lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender. And also, there was a em, employed and peer roles using their lived experience with others. The seventy-seven participant, participants participants were made up of forty-two female and forty-four white British males. That's a pretty. Interesting little group. Yeah, so it, it kind of yeah. encompassed everything. I'm not saying it was one person, or it wasn't three people who identified as gay or lesbian. It was there, that was one of the categories. So me, I'm sure multiple people hit multiple categories. Yeah, and so 83 percent of them experienced post traumatic growth. Yeah, that's a pretty good number out of that yeah. small group. So 64 of 77, and then it, of course it goes on with how they did the study and all of that, but. Jeremy, I want to ask you a question. Chris, you've been in treatment. We all have been. I, I'm curious. I, I think my answer is going to be different than your guys's. Why? Because I don't think I went about it the right way. Okay. Um, when I question. when I well, it's, I guess it's like a statement question okay. or a statement with follow up. I wanted from you guys, but like when I went okay. into treatment, I hated it. You know, tell you what, like random, but it's the little things that stick out to me. 
all the food there was like sugar free and it made me sicker than shit. <laughs> like trying to switch back to normal food afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I I felt like the people there were crazier than me or worse than me. I mm-hmm. I don't want to say I didn't take it seriously, but I never truly bought in, and I was so miserable there by what I thought was just the stupidity of it mm-hmm. that I forced myself into growth as to not go back there versus as to actually make the improvements I needed to. And it took, one could even argue, and I bet if you had my ex-wife on here, she would even say, it probably took up to the divorce to before I really threw in the self-reflection and the self-thought that was needed that I probably should have had originally leaving before I started to make improvements. For so long, it was just like, mental health improvement by abstinence basically you know what i mean before i ever really started practicing safe mental health i know it's a terrible analogy but you see what i'm saying right and i I was interested now within your program though it was more geared towards first responders and things like that that i i wonder like if you wanted the personal growth because you felt like you felt it was more tailored and more desirable like you know what i mean I, I, right. Yeah. And I, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, for me, I kind of had the mindset or like the space where I was at, where I felt like I didn't have any choice. I could not continue with how I was and I didn't like myself how I was. So it was basically like, okay, I'm just going to take all this information and figure it out because I want to be better. I don't know what better is, but I know what worse was and it was pretty awful. And so I think it helped with having a couple people in there that I could really like I had a lot in common with Mm -hmm. um, and kind of, not ride their coattails a little bit, but see what they were doing, how they were doing stuff right and how they were doing stuff wrong. Um, that kind of helped me. And yeah, I mean, being in a program specifically for, um, police, fire and military, I think definitely did make a huge difference for me because the, the time that I spent inpatient before I got there, was miserable yeah because i was in with i guess we'll call it gen pop <laughs> you, well, you and it was horrible that's how i felt about it. i felt like jail yeah. i felt like that dude that said i ain't going back to jail but that doesn't necessarily mean i changed my criminal behavior <laughs> it just means that i that's exactly that's what changed that's it what, just enough not to get caught to go so back to jail go, going to visit jeremy when he was in the um inpatient where he started it was like jail you had yeah. to sign in, you had to wait, you got a badge. Yeah. Let in, let out. I'm going back. Stay there. right here. Yeah. And it was you a, can't take anything in. Which I mean I get that part, but Yeah. And it was a small area. Yeah. And it smelled. Yes. Oh well, yeah, that was I was, was like, like, I know that smell that off camera. Right? Like I know that smell. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it, I will say this though. Like and and so was, that was that was my whole experience with the whole thing. And that's why I just was like Gee. it was 
it definitely made it made, made me, me un- a man. Well, it, <laughs> it made me uncomfortable yeah. for sure. And uncomfortable enough to where, you know, I, I don't want to go back and I know what got me there. And so luckily well, you got caught. Yeah. And the behaviors. So I know what got me there. I'm not going to do that again. So I took the information, you know, in the program and applied it. I don't know that I ever in my, just in my instance, and this is what kind of concerns me with a lot of mental health and why I love culture specific and tailored specific programs kind of like yours. I feel like I may be in the majority. It's just such a broad net we're casting with all the individuals, with all their own individual stories that land up in this same cesspool damn near that like no one can ever really truly get the treatment necessary because it's like my story is different from your story is different from your story and they cannot be treated the same. Right. And when they are with such a, just a generic brush, I, I I think we're not necessarily setting people up for growth and success as much as we're just deterring them. Well, and I think that's where people need to be not afraid to shop around for a therapist. Um, yeah, it goes back to that, that cultural competency. Well, it's not even cultural competency. Um, it's like a mechanic. So think about it that way. You take your car to a mechanic and let's say you have a Jeep. Are you going to take your Jeep to somebody who only works on Fords? No. At this point, I'll do anything. <laughs> the guy that works on Fords would be the best mechanic in the world because they're always broken. Well, yeah, but you get my point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're your gonna, point makes sense. You're going to take it somewhere where there's a specialist, right? So, but let's say you take it to a Jeep mechanic, but he only works on Jeep Cherokees and you have a Jeep Wrangler. So you need to keep fi- searching until you find that one mechanic that can fix the problem and uh, not fix. It only works it, on JKs. Well, <laughs> and, and that's kind of bad. The, no, it's a perfect, no, it truly is. Because a therapist, you want the expert. well, yes, you want the expert, but my point is, or what I'm trying to say, a lot of people expect you're going to go to therapy and they expect the therapist to fix their problem. That is not how it works. You fix your problem. The therapist will give you tools. They're a guide. Yeah, they're a guide. That's all they are. And that's something that people need to realize that you have to put in work. If you don't put in the work and that's continuing work, you know, you continue to use your coping skills. You continue to, you know, have healthy habits, whatever it may be. If you don't continue those and continue that homework, then that's how you end up back where you were in the first place. I think this on the, I think it just as much applies something that we need to talk about is, is medication as well. I mean, it's a whole new spectrum, but at the same time, it's, it's really not like a, a pill will not solve the problem. No, no it's, it's a, a pill tool by itself. Yeah. A pill yeah. by itself. Medication by it. itself will not solve the problem. And there are very specific mental health issues that require medication because a person has, you know, a chemical imbalance or whatever it may be. The problem is 
a lot of those medications that they push for mental health, once you get on them, you can never get off of them. The withdrawals, the side effects. Oh, especially with the SSRIs. Just when people, yeah. oh, I feel fine. I'm stopping taking them. Boom. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I better start taking them again. Whoop. Yeah. And what people don't realize is that what turns into this, by the end, yeah, you're like this. And I, it, I had a friend that took them back in the day when we were younger, and he would he would do that. Then we'd spend two, three days looking for him. Yeah. And it was. They're dangerous. They're dangerous. He was a big guy. And <laughs> yeah. Somebody you want. Get well, hold of you, <laughs> and, and that's also so the thing where that's where the thing where as they're taking that medication, they also need to be seeing a therapist or counselor. Mm-hmm. And, well, he, and he would, but the thing was, he would feel. Better. I feel great. Yeah, and then the and the alcohol would start. Yeah, and then next thing you know, you you start finding out he's not taking his pills, mm-hmm. and you see you can see the change. Yeah, you want you like take your pills, man. You got to, and then the next thing you know, we're running the city looking for him. Yeah. And unfortunately that's a, it's common. Yeah. We did it a lot. It, it's not. Cause we don't educate. I mean, we, we educate, but we don't educate. Well, some of that's education. Um, and some of it is just, that's people. Yeah. It's, unfortunately it's, yeah. that is people. That's it's hard it, to that stay goes back to that Instant gratification thing. Like I want to feel, Oh, I feel better. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, we wouldn't, that is hard we wouldn't you. do it. Like here's the thing. If we're trying to, if we're lifting weights, right. And we're trying to bench, a goal. You don't reach your goal and say, I'm good. Like you, you keep working. You, you maintain it. Like you don't just say, I got to where I wanted. I'm going to get lazy again. Now you nobody does that. Oh, you mean you have to continue to put in work? Yeah. And it's no, <laughs> you just get right the hell out. <laughs> but it's, are you using the workout thing? Because you know, Jeremy likes to be in the gym for 27 hours. Yeah. I've been working out lately. Okay. Shut you up, should have seen him the other day. I saw him on a call. He was having a cutoff shirt and everything. Hey, man, sun's out, gun's out. It like the one sunny day we had in the last month. I don't blame him. Yeah, it it sucked. Yeah, I mean. Did you, you do push-ups before you went on the call to get your swole on? We were, we, we were doing a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and I, I had my shirt in the rig, and we were in, like, the reserve rig. So it, like, fell down and then just fell out. And I was like, oh, Bye bye shirt. <laughs> then I was like, ah, I look like a douchebag. <laughs> so normal. And then I was like, please cancel us on this call. Please cancel us on this call. But it's a truck company, so you know they don't really know what to do. So they're like, oh, let's go for the bumper to get here. Hey, that's not all truck companies. Just, just Jeremy's truck company. <laughs> and it's only Jeremy. <laughs> hey Jeremy, what do you want to do? I don't know. We hey, should wait for the pump. The real heroes. So I saw the here. video of his first fire. He actually did it. I don't know what to do. I'm new. <laughs> What? You know you're being filmed? No. I'll <laughs> yeah, show you the video later. Okay. Great. <laughs> and then, then the, you got the guy recorded like, this guy couldn't even bring donuts on his first day. <laughs> yeah. It was actually Scooby recording. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he knows who that is. I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dicks. <laughs> Four cars, four cars. <laughs> oh, I'm off. I'll tell you, I've been drinking. <laughs> first, I, after 48 hours, first day, I got home. <laughs> oh, man, that was great. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that's a, a thing with our culture in general, though. 
is that the idea of continuing to work, continuing to work hard at something isn't really there. And you I, I see do. that with the rise of social media, the like influencers and all of that stuff. You've got people that are famous for nothing. Instant gratification. In, in, it's, it's instant gratification is what it is. And that's what people see. And that's what people want. They don't understand, you know, and even, and I'm not saying that those influencers or whatever, that they don't work hard. I'm sure it's, you know, it's hard work or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, 200 times hitting the, the picture button. Exactly. Well, and then there's editing and all of that stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if they all do it themselves or whatever, but I mean, it's still work. We talked about that the other day of how, you know, musicians, how you get that overnight success. Well, that guy's been playing in a bar for 20 years, mm -hmm. you know, waiting on his shot. Well, he's been writing songs and yeah. other artists, watching other artists make money on yeah. a lot of more money. I, I do than he's wonder making, though, Jeremy, what of that in our line of work, really ER nursing, law enforcement, fire and EMS? It, it, sometimes I do wonder what's ingrained in Mike. What's in, ingrained in us? Um, just because, like, we are immediate problem solvers. You know, like, oh, look at this problem. It's, it's better than it was. We've done our job. Right. And we forget, like, we don't think about, you know, when it comes to, like, EMS. The better it was when we got it. We don't think about the time they spend in the ER, for example, or then the time they spend in the ICU. And even after they're out of the woods there, then the time they spend in maybe a step-down unit, rehabbing and things like that. And it, it's not ingrained in us daily. So when it comes to other problems, even some of them may be our own, we're just like, oh, it's better than it was. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we've talked about that of how with our job, we're primed for instant results. There's also complacency. Yeah. We're all, we all get very complacent and that includes when, you know, with our, with the mental health, how many times you say, oh, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm not going to talk about this. I don't need to talk about this problem or that problem. Yeah. I got this. Cause I've, cause I've done the X, Y, and Z. I'm eating this big meal. I'm going to eat this big meal. I'm going to eat this big meal. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh <suck>. shit. <laughs> that does suck. <laughs> well, I'm going to taste this and smell it in my mask. <laughs> well, that's where self-control and proper preparation comes in. Yeah. You know, when you, when you don't eat that healthy tofu stuff that you eat and you actually eat real food that has mm -hmm. flavor, it's yeah. hard not to get that second helping because it tastes so good. Yeah. Not really. You just enjoy the first helping. Yeah, but you enjoy it so much, you got to get a little bit more. Did you? Were you trying to justify enjoying tofu? Did I, I do not eat tofu. Sure you don't. Okay, rice cakes. Whatever. Rice cakes really aren't bad. Especially if you put some peanut butter on it. It's like eating cardboard. Little honey. So Not it's eating. like eating cardboard with peanut butter on it. Cool. You got to get the caramel rice cakes. You literally realize you could throw those rice cakes in the recycling bins and they would pick them up, right? That's cardboard. Yeah. If you glue them together, you can make your own box to pack stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I got a package. I'm not going to take any type of health advice from you two. I've never seen you work out. I've seen you work out. I get a day here and there. Yeah. At least we can. Cut I'm not impressed. Us. What? What? You said you can what? Nothing. You said you're not impressed. What'd you say? Go Honey, ahead. 
Say it for the camera. Oh, deal. You and me on a roof, I will outcut a hole of you any day of the week. Any day of the week. I see a video we could post on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a challenge. Oh, it's not a challenge. You will be challenged. I will not be. Okay, so whose roof are we going to use to cut a hole? Don't even care. We can use a ladder. We can not use a ladder. Do not care. How are we going to not use a ladder? You going to jump on the roof? No, I'm saying like while we're on the roof. Like use a scaler. I don't care. I just asked whose roof we were going to use. Don't care. He doesn't care. We'll use his roof. We'll stop by the station close to your house, get a couple axes. You know, I'm going to buy the axes just to see this. That way we're not procuring procuring other they got extra axes. And like when I win, win uh-huh. we're going to have some fun on this show. Okay. And you're not going to like it. Okay. We're going to have like strobe lights and... <laughs> no, <laughs> we're good. Back to your point, though. My point was... Post-traumatic growth. It needs to be talked about. Yes. You can Very heal. So. You can live a full life. You can be better than you were before everything started. You, you will keep, be different. You keep growing. Yeah. You keep growing. And, but you know, I was, I was having a conversation the other day with somebody kind of about this. And, you know, it's one of those things where you go through something like this and you make it out the other side. Again, like I said, you you build that resilience, but then you're also able, and I'm not saying you have to whatever, but you have the ability to say, okay, hey, look, I was going through the same thing. This is what I did. I made it out the other side. Yep. So you're able to take that adversity and turn it into a positive for somebody else. Very Which is so. what what we do on our job anyway. So this uh, same study that we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. it had major themes that it discovered during the, the study. Yeah. So the first theme was self-discovery. They found that everybody pretty much discovered themselves and like they didn't like themselves. They weren't comfortable in their own skin. And then they did. And then they learned, they learned to be comfortable in who they were. Mm-hmm. Which I know we've talked we've talked about that yeah before, and then the second theme was a sense of self, a more positive sense of self involved integration and valuing of illness experiences. So a repeated theme was pride in oneself as a person. I mean, it's all stuff you, you try and learn as a kid. We learned to play in sports. Yeah, at least I did. That was one of the lessons I took away from that. Yeah. Uh, third theme: life perspective. Identified a new. A renewed appreciation of or gratitude about aspects of life. So for some, this was a general sense of appreciation. I, I'm curious about that, though. Where I, f- I feel like there's a fine line there. As in, like, I'm going through a bad time, and all of a sudden I started working out. Right? I feel great. And that's my thing. I, I feel good when I work out. But it, sometimes, it, uh, two things I worry about there. It can become an addiction mm-hmm. and my sense of self-worth then becomes attached to it. Mm-hmm. So like, that's where I, I do want to like, I kind of found myself in that last summer 
or you know, last year, first kind of full year into the divorce, started traveling a bunch. Had a blast. Spent a lot of money. Went a lot of cool places. Yeah. It's that's not always necessarily sustainable. And I and I've had to had very in depth self thought to realize like I can't depend on that all the time for my sense of peace, my sense of self worth, finding myself again. Like right. it but, helped a lot. But that all goes back into the, your your growth. So you're going to do things. So you're you're learning about how to grow and, and deal with whatever it is you got to deal with. You're going to go down a path, and that path is going to work and it's going to be great. And then you're going to go too far. But you got to be able to recognize and be able to pull back, knowing that hey, this might be a different path that I'm on, but I'm going in kind of the same direction, kind of turning that same direction where I was, where I had an issue. And that's part of your growth because now you're able to recognize that. And correct the ship. It's like self-control and not having that second helping. Shut up. Screw <laughs> you. <laughs> no, but I get your point. I bet so. I outlive that guy. What do you think? Yeah, because I'll kill him. Well, that's that's cheating, but okay. It's only cheating if you do it. It's not cheating if I do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the fourth so, thing. Oh, yeah. You got more? Yeah. To, you know, better or kind of follow along on your point. Yeah. You'd learn, you learn that and you will learn through treatment and all that stuff. One coping skill, just having one, it's never going to work. You need multiple because this one may work for a while. You need a Jeep, you need a bike. (laughs) Again, that's all the same thing though. Hey, it's almost got him talking to buy an an RV or a fifth wheel. So just, All right. Yeah. So you have to have multiple avenues. That's what grooming looks like. (laughs) (laughs) You have to have multiple avenues, right? Multiple tools in your tool bag to use. And so that way you can switch it up. And then again, like you said, you have to recognize, okay, hey, and like you said, it's not sustainable. No, I can't go on a two-week trip every month. Bullshit, but yeah. Right. I mean, if you're independently wealthy, then absolutely. Or you have unlimited overtime at your disposal. Well, yeah, but then you just bring back that burnout problem. And I think one of the one of the you're right. We we can't. One of the coping mechanisms I think too has to be ourselves. Right. We can say working out is one. We can say friends is one. We can say traveling is one. But like. I think self-reflection and self-thought and alone time has to be one as well. You have to be able to function in that space inside your own head for self-reflection instead of just distracting yourself by fun coping mechanisms. Yeah. That's where your sense of self comes in. Yeah. So there's another tool in the toolbox. Like theme four was well-being. So they were active engagement and managing well-being and lifestyle. Like, let's see here. Because it's got people talking about it. That was part of the study. Well, and that that's part of forming yeah. healthy habits. Yeah. Relationships. Yeah. That's a big one here. It's theme five. It changes in relationships. Yeah. My wife brought that up. I mean, I'm still a, a dick every now and then. But that's just being in a relationship. <laughs> you're going to have bad days. Yeah. Like, you know, overall, 
I'm not getting mad about things I used to. I'm calmer. I still got my rants, but they're more funny than anything. Well, I guess comedy is individually, you know. Like sometimes I wouldn't say that. Like, you gotta have a sense of humor to judge that, comedy. <laughs> my sense of humor has gotten a lot more broad. Like what I used to think was just such bullshit. Like God, this sucks. And I'm like, yeah, this sucks. Like you do at least find humor in it the more it carries on. Well, and I think that's perspective, because once you come out the other side, your perspective will change, mm-hmm. and your priorities will change, and things that may have seemed like the end of the world to you that got you spun out aren't such a big deal. And that's part of because your your perspective has changed. You're able to cope with those things better, you know. And changing perspectives is not the worst thing in the world. I mean, I think you know that old saying: "Take a chill pill." Do you know that saying, though? You personally, do you actually know that saying? No, that's what I thought. Known him a long time. I. I know that song. I mean, you remember Bad Boys too. I mean, I'm sure you've heard it a lot, but do you know it? Usa. Do, do Usa. you know how many times, like, if I would have met you, like, say, 10 years ago or 11, 12 years ago, you have any idea what I would have done to you? You would have loved me. Been the I same thing he does now. Beat the yeah. piss out of you. <laughs> Yell at me and complain at me all the time? Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> You would have tried, but yeah, yeah, I feel you. Oh, there'd have been no try. Yeah, you'd have tried. This is literally. Okay, I got another. I got another challenge. Okay. Oh, we're getting in the ring. Yep. Five minutes in the cage. Okay. I say you last a minute. That's what you think. Forty-five seconds. I don't know. You're rusty. He's not twelve. He's got you by a ten, ten or twenty pounds. I would say smacking around with the helicopter. I'd say he's <laughs> got me by a, probably about 120 pounds. What you what? Just under 190. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give him a minute. <laughs> 120, really? Okay. There's okay. no way he lasts the whole five. Okay, he'll have a heart attack. So when you when you train, we'll have like a week. And there's only one way to train if you got to. Well, there's no training. Montage. <laughs> <laughs> little, little, little survivor. And that, that'll be posted on Facebook as well. <laughs> all right. So theme six. This is a big mm-hmm. one in my opinion. Okay. And this is all. This is this one's totally on whoever the, the individual individual person, and it's spirit, spirituality. People that went through this program and this, the the post traumatic growth had a deeper engagement with spirituality or. You know, whether it's religion or whatever, however you define that. So just being closer to something above you that's bigger than you. That was a big one for a lot of people. And it, it gave them another chance to, you know, another tool in that toolbox, another place to lean on, another place to go. And right. a lot of people don't, don't believe, don't, aren't religious, and that's fine. Well, and it also, it can widen up community. And for me, like, it's not a, a denomination thing as far as your religious belief. Yeah, no, or, I mean, that's just... I mean, the yin and yang. Because you're, you're going to ebb and flow with your mental health growth. Yeah. Good days and bad days. 
But if you have somebody there who, you know, like when we had Daniel on, yeah, his faith is huge. Yeah. And I mean, I, and I'm, I'm not saying I, mean, I believe in all that, but his is so much bigger than mine. But I know I can go talk to him, and he gives me a, a different way to see it. But you got to be open to it. Yeah. There's another avenue. I just don't want to work out with him because he's an animal. Yeah, he works out a lot. So, but yeah, I mean, and that's part of, I think, probably part of shifting perspectives mm-hmm. um, and can kind of widen your field of view, so to speak. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, that doesn't surprise me at all. I, th- I think it's like being on a two-lane road with no exits or a freeway with a lot of exits. Yeah. Yeah. Easier way to get. I mean, it's not easier to get there. You're still going to have to do the travel, but you have more options. Keep them open. Yep. And you get there. You just keep growing. You got to keep pushing forward. And you know that once every once in a while, you're going to get a flat tire. Yeah. Hell, well, your engine may blow. I mean, we're, we're not talking about Jeeps, man. My. <laughs> Couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not talking about Jeeps because you don't have one. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think I got the most money on all three of us because of that. You got five bucks. I got 20. I have my freedom. You two don't. But anyway. I don't know. I'm pretty free. No key. Yeah. I get away with a lot. Jeremy can confirm that. Yeah. I've been with you. Hold on. Let me write the prices down so I can tell my wife. I've been with you. Hold on. I got to walk over here so I can take my wife to the bathroom. Yeah. When did I do that? What's What does that have to do with freedom? I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. Okay. I don't have to do that. You ever think I want to do that? Yeah. Because it's a partnership? We're a team? We're a team. It's a different type of team. Yeah. Doesn't have to be. <laughs> she does. She does. <laughs> <laughs> she does things you can't do. He just made it weird. <laughs> My wife's a great cook. We I can tell. I don't have to cook meals. Easy there, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say in and out, but that's a long drive. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, well, I never was that good. I went a fan. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Washdown. I need to leave. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Thank, thanks. Uh, whatever we say. Whatever for life. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! I can't with you people. In this uh, in this episode now, <laughs> let me out of this hell that I'm in. You know you can't escape hell, right? I'm gonna try real quick as soon as we hit. He never watched recording. Lucifer. Oh, uh, everything you see on TV on shows like that is not the truth, Chris. What the truth is. Is in and out. In and out is the truth. Hey man, the truth is out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's from X Files there, James. That was so before you know. his time. I know. Hey, I didn't watch X Files. I watched Jag. Okay. I like Jag too. Yeah. That was a good show. <sighs> Jag was cool. We all have our bad TV that we watched. What was that one show you didn't? in the nineties? Did you have were, TV? Uh, in the I think they, they were Marines, they were pilots. Like Pensacola. Or something. Yeah, yeah, Pensacola, like Wings of Gold or something, something like, like that, that. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch that all the time because it was on right after Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. Just remember where I grew up, I only had one TV station. You had two. 
We talked about this. Yeah. So once we in, extended the, the mower, antenna, yeah, extend the antenna, and you crash yeah. into a tree. <laughs> I didn't crash into a tree, but it makes the story better. Tell me you're from Louisiana without telling me you're from yeah. Louisiana. <laughs> hey, adapt and overcome. Okay. We wouldn't really adapt. Well, yeah. I mean, how else were we going to extend the antenna? I'm pretty sure rednecks and had we the, weren't uh, gonna pay for satellite because back then you had to get like the huge dish. We so the, the house my parents are in now. Mm-hmm. When they bought it, we moved in. Mm-hmm. It had that big satellite dish. In. Yeah, I remember we hit it with some fireworks one year with our because everybody we had a family reunion. Yeah, and by the time we set off fireworks, everybody was drunk. Typically happens. Safety and first. I was underage. But had really cool cousins. Not advocating for it, you know. Different time. Yeah. My dad was mad. <laughs> Ruined the TV. No, nah, we weren't at that point. We had the small one then, up to, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. Growth. Growth. I had fun. We, we took the satellite, that big satellite dish, down, which was a pain. <laughs> but, the, but the yard looks better. Uh, yeah, those things were monstrosities. They were ugly. And you had to move it, too. Well, yeah. I hate satellite TV. Oh, the wind's blowing. I guess we're not no, watching TV today. That's literally <laughs> the definition of like, stay right here for severe update weather updates on <laughs> channel whatever. Yeah, and then your satellite's that. like, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> there was a satellite I always wanted. You remember the movie Stay Tuned? With John Ritter, vaguely he gets he, he buys a TV from the devil or or, or a demon, whatever, and it sucks. A man that he's got twenty four hours to get out, or they keep his soul, whoever's souls in the TV, and then his wife gets sucked in. Yeah, I don't know that I ever watched it. You should look it up. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but it had every channel ever. Yeah, I, I can handle that. All right. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> For this I'm, important message. I'm a shocker. Not, I'm <laughs> movie too. Stay tuned. I may not be back. Uh, well, see, see, we should have a show about that, watching obscure 80s and 90s movies. They were terrible. You go back and watch them now, and it's just like, what? The? It's still awesome. Yeah. 90s were the best generation for movies. I did watch that in the new movie yesterday, or two days ago. What? Army of the Dead. I haven't seen that. Uh, I might watch it today. It was good. All right. So, post-traumatic growth. Very important. I think we covered it a little bit today. Poorly. You know, with the the amount of information out there, it's kind of hard to cover it. Yeah. It's not talked about. I think it's super important. Um, Look, people. Here's the thing. If you go through crap... That's that's the same. You went through it. You're out the other side. Continue. <laughs> you don't have to stay in it. You know, don't let your diagnosis or whatever define you. Um, adapt and overcome, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are sayings that they've been sayings for a long time because they're true. Well, anyway, I think with your mental health recovery, some of it's improvising too. 
Because what yeah. works for you two might not work for me, and yeah. I've got to come up with a new strategy. Yeah. So I got to improvise on what's already there. Yeah. Well, and that kind of like a lawnmower antenna. Yeah. And you know, as we've talked about before, one treatment plan is not going to work for everybody. It just doesn't exist. We are individuals. Everybody's different. One thing I thought was cool about the studies when you're reading the, the uh, discussion part is only like, so 64 out of the 77 had growth, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody rejected it out of the out of the 77. Yeah. So they all bought into it. Yeah. It was just getting there. They didn't see it in the 13. Yeah. Whatever. So, but it, it doesn't mean it's not there. It's yeah. still gonna. It's still there. Well, and, and who knows? I mean, how long was stuff. that? How long was that study? You know, I'm not, I, I'm not sure. I did, you know, I kind of, I was trying yeah. to pick out the big part. So I didn't read the whole thing. It was like yeah. a 30 well, page study. But, but here's the thing, just because they didn't see, you at know, measurable growth at that, the end of the study doesn't mean that later on they didn't, Yeah. you know, and you know, it, it's a topic for another, you know, conversation maybe of people who don't experience that growth because they don't want to. Yeah. So, and like they said, the, the, the biggest narrative, hang on. it says, but one narrative consistent with the results is the post-traumatic growth involves learning about oneself, learning to a new sense of who one is and one's appreciation of life. So yeah. that was consistent across the board. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was a good research study Yeah, and I'd like to see more of them. But again, yeah. now you're talking grants and money and participants and all that. It's hard yeah. to get. So it is, but it's, it's a good starting point. Yeah, it's a good starting point, and you know, we just, just keep talking about it. So, all right, if you're struggling, having a problem, talk to somebody. Resources are out there. Um, drop us a comment. Drop us an email. And thanks for stopping by. Have a good one.